Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Hey, hey. I think Bruce is uh, floating around up near Portland. He is. Yeah. He so. is. It was Steen. Yeah, Steen. Yeah, I like to call him Steed, the Stallion, you know. Yeah, yeah I think they're going to have a good time. Um, you think but they'll work at all? No. no Do those two no, guys, when they're no. together, did Vineyard it? tours. No. Yeah. Come and, on. Yeah. They think Shopping. They, they, they love They, they love think we don't know. Shop, yeah. you know? <laughs> Hey, can you imagine Bruce and Steen just shopping? In a mall. Like, yeah, a day in a never. mall. Oh, never. Never. oh yeah, they, would not, they would not last no, a day. No, 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 no they, they would, would just last die. They would rather. <laughs> but we are talking about something you would very much like to do. Maybe you would like to be shopping. It's that time of year, it seems. Uh, Cyber Monday and all of that is now over. And here we are still talking about Grace Changes Everything, which – we're going full blast starting in 2018 where you can start hosting these. And in fact, quite a few people have already called up Joel and Maurer um, since our last two podcasts and said, me, I want to do isn't that. that. Great. No, isn't that great? We want you to do that. It's a wonderful opportunity. Yeah. We do. And you can go right to our website, trueface.org. And under experiences, all the information for Grace Changes Everything is right there. So before you get in touch with Joel, go ahead and read that. Um, that, that's going to answer a lot of your questions for you. But we want to go through another one of these questions from the guide that you would mm. experience. And we also want to talk about why this would be such a good thing, not just because we want people to host these, but mm. literally for your community, for mm. you, why this might uh, be a, a tool that's going to get you what you've really wanted in your community. So, um, Bill, what what question did you select over there? Even before you do the question, these are the questions that your group will get to look at, review, ponder, sleep on, express, talk about. So so we've really handpicked some of them sound familiar to us, but what a gift to have suddenly in your community these questions being talked about. Yeah, I like that, John. Thanks. uh, part, Part of one of the questions really hit me this morning. It says, the spiritually – it's question number 19. The spiritually immature are not loved well. It has a because there. But before we get to the because, the spiritually immature are not loved well. Hmm. I, I, I want us to think for just a few minutes on this reality. What is the relationship between my maturing spiritually and love? Hmm. So many people are in a uh, reality – where their spiritual maturity is based on something they're doing mm-hmm. to become more godly. Mm-hmm. And and yet our the very essence of our spiritually maturing is in fact to understand mm-hmm. love. But both in 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 that relationship we have with God and then the relationship we have with each other. The the spiritually immature are not loved well. For, for maybe lots of reasons. Maybe there's been no lovers. Maybe it's because they don't know how to be loved. Maybe their view of God is so distorted mm-hmm. that they can't even know. Oh, he died for their sins, but they can't believe that he really cares about them. Mm-hmm. So that as we or, think, or that any of us would care for them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, but if, if, if there's a, a relationship here, what if it was this – Significant. What if the mature who are spiritually are the ones who are really loved well? You know, Jesus and his disciples went through a process 
where he was constantly demonstrating to them how much he loved them. And then he gave them this instruction that you're to love one another just like I've loved you. And it wasn't, for him, there was no disconnection. He knew that this principle of love was critical to their being spiritually healthy, and from that health they could grow. And and so as I look at that question, before we even think about it, because it's just the spiritually immature are not loved well and may not even know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> may not even know it because they haven't really experienced love. Mm-hmm. And and until they experience love, they, they won't mature. So I just – I'm talking a lot, but I'll just share a little bit of my own story. I did not know the vacuum – in my spiritual life until I let grace love me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I did not know it. But when I let her love me, I got in touch with a vacuum so deep in me that I didn't think I would ever function well again. It just blew my world apart. Mm. And, And so as we think about this question, and we've talked about this, but... Add to it, guys. What, what, what's coming to your mind as you just hear that phrase, the spiritually immature are not loved well? Well, it, it reminds me of what we say a lot, but it can't be said enough. Um, capacity isn't spiritual maturity, and knowledge isn't spiritual maturity. Amen. And even, you know, the words spiritual maturity actually have a real negative connotation to me as, as in like, they'll be used against me or who measures it or, or, but really what we're saying is that when you gain spiritual maturity, um, the only way to do that is to be loved well, which is going to admit need, which is going to risk letting someone in, which is going to hurt so the dynamics of spiritual maturity are complete. It completely takes off the table knowledge. You know, can we talk about the Pharisees a lot? It completely takes off the table how good I look, how well I speak, how well I dress, how well right. I do business, how well I. And so it really, it, it tears down dysfunction while it also tears down all the ways that I want to cope with. Well said. Well being said. spiritually immature. So yeah. it really doesn't well matter said. how you look. And you could be loved really well and not know it. So your spiritual immaturity could be, you know, like you said, with grace, like her love was right there for you and you wanted nothing to do with it, not because you didn't want it, but because you didn't know how to need it. Right. I don't know what I'm even saying. but but, Well, that last part, I would just say it this way. Excellent, David. Just that last part was this. I desperately wanted it. Yes. I did not access it. Yes. I did not know that. I honestly did not know that there was a relationship between literally the misery of the life mm-hmm. I was living at 29 and love. It, it just it, – there was like a – what? And what? There's a connection here? It's so I mean, it scary was, to admit that maybe oh, we don't know how to do that. Right. And so like let me have everything that I want except I can't because that feels like I should have already and therefore I got to fake it till somehow I – ah, I don't yeah. know. John, what do you think? Well, amen, amen, amen. And 
it puts an incredible, if we are to be lovers, as Jesus said, now I've made you lovers, that the mature first have to admit that they are mature and that they are maturing and that they can reach out to give commitment to the spiritually immature and offer it. And it won't always be received, but it will sometimes be received. But they don't know how. The the spiritually immature do not know how to ask for it, wouldn't know it when they – if they got it. So it's such an onus on the spiritually maturing uh, to be able to reach out and find Mm -hmm. us and offer us commitment of love, and it can gradually be received – then slowly the tables of me daring to trust affirmation. Like I, I think of a long time ago, somebody, one of us said, unless affirmation is believed, it falls by the wayside. It doesn't Absolutely. do any good. And so we can do these affirmation exercises mm-hmm. all day long, and it's a nice feeling. But until I actually believe that you have the spirit living within you and that you're not – blowing smoke and that you're telling me the truth about me and I believe it, it will not mature me. Yeah. And this is, this is where this primary motive issue that we talk about is so key to, as you think about hosting, if you are trying to please God through how you help mature others, that is an abyss that will never be filled. But if you are enjoying trusting God because he's freeing you to be loved, then it is a far uh, – you can go through the pain of other people not feeling loved because you know yeah. what you're giving them is an opportunity to something wonderful. Amen. And in one hand, you're really angry because people won't get what you're giving. And in one hand, you're maybe frustrated and you will be and you're maybe disappointed and you're maybe all kinds of words and you're allowed to feel those ways. But at the end of the day, you know that you are giving them something out of the experience of wonder and awe of, oh, my gosh, something this simple at the core of my being like love, which I didn't get. And now I'm receiving a little bit more of this is what it's meaning to be more mature and and giving that. So when you go to host, you're, you're not asked to teach. You're not asked to even facilitate. Right. We're, we're right. asking you to – you're asked to share your life vulnerably, authentically, to let people in and to let people see that process and actually get into your life. Well, that is a beautiful thing. And so when we talk about maturity versus immaturity, that's that's more what we're talking about is will, are you willing to reach out – and make a safe place yeah. for people to experience that wonder. And will one, you, one of will one, you let them love you? Yeah. And in the Better process, said. they get to be loved by you. Because yeah. we know this truth. We desperately need to be loved. There is no one on earth today that does not need to desperately need to be loved by a God mm-hmm. who desperately wants to love them. Mm-hmm. We know that truth. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a, one of the great buffers against the impatience mm-hmm. when when you offer and doesn't get received well is is to look back and see how many times people have invested into you yeah. and sought after you and 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 when it actually did break through yeah. that it really does in and so it just gives me the permission to say maybe not yet maybe not now mm-hmm. maybe not me but it is right for me 
to offer. Yeah. It is it is a beautiful thing for me to offer. And the more popular Christian model is for I'm mature, therefore I love you. And of course, Jesus would set it up like this. When I offer you my maturity, what I'm really offering you is my you get to love me. I Amen. get to receive your love Amen. because that is often the safer place. Amen. And per- people experience your humility, which is you trusting them, and that's going first. Yeah, and if it's a, if it's only me giving something to you, it's not real, anyways. If it's, it's not love, if, if it's not love, it's just a gnostic not notch on my belt. Yeah. It is. So it's it is a costly thing to even consider that I am going to reach out and dare. Offer love and uh, to release because it's a two-way street. I have to also receive yeah. your love, and I you may not be mature enough for me to think that you even have love to offer me. Amen, know? John. You know, David, as you were saying about hosting, I, I just want to encourage people as they think about doing it. It's a way to love their friends. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. and that's what we want to do. It's we really a do. Way to love their friends because yeah. okay. that's how they experience grace. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what we wanted to set it up. What's more practical than getting loved and loving your friends. And not a lot of us, and me, hand up, way high, knows how to do that. This is an attempt to give you really good tools and a really good attempt with really well-trained people to come in and love on your friends. And after it's all said and done, to be able to say, God, my house, you chose my house to to be this conduit for that to happen. And and some of you are going to want to be facilitators, and that's going to take some training and stay with us on that. Let's get a hold of uh, the office and say, how would I be involved in such yep. training? Yep. And and we'll try to steer you in the right direction. Most of that's on the website as well. And then Joellen will answer those questions as well. So She'll um, come to your house. Lots, of you, lots of you call Joellen. All, all, all of you. Just call please. Instagram. Please, we would just love all those. Yeah. She's going to hate us for this last minute. Hate us. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week on the True Face Podcast. Bye-bye, you guys.